Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. One more on this Friday evening. It's the Get Right right here on 105.3 The Fan. Reginald Atatula alongside the fan phenom on this Friday, Blake Elliott. Talk to me. Shout out to Larry Flores on the ones and twos for us. And thank you for uh, finishing out your work week, at least the traditional work week, with us here on the Get Right on 105.3 The Fan. Um We'll get you some headlines in just a moment, and you can always get involved with the program by texting into the truckwreck.com text line, 877-881-1053. You can also see our smiling faces on twitch.tv slash DallasFanCam, or you can search 105 Through the Fan on YouTube. And one thing that's great about YouTube is that that's where, you know, a lot of various segments from the show are posted, um, or from not just from the show, but from the station. You can see... All sorts of highlights, like Jerry Jones with the Can't See Masterpiece and things on 105 Through the Fan. And also make sure, you're, uh, while you're at it, and uh, get on Twitter. We're on Twitter, at Reg Atatula, at BlakeLive underscore underscore. And make sure you follow 105 Through the Fan on Twitter, or X rather, or Instagram and all those things. You get uh, those kind of highlights and then, you know, all sorts of updates on 105 Through the Fan. That's where you need to be. You need to be updated with the social so you don't miss nothing. Because you might be here one day, not the next. Friend might not be able to hear all the shows. And if you're updated, you'll be set and ready and not miss a beat. You said you might be here not the ne- one day and not the next. No, I thought, like I thought listening you got real to the radio. I was like, whoa, that got real existential. <laughs> like, do it not, now before we're no longer. We're just all dust in the wind, right? So do it now be before. before your last days. <laughs> that's wild. No, just if you're not listening to the radio that day. That's fair. Fair enough, right? You're busy at work or what have you. Uh, you can always keep up with what's happening. And then also, 105throughthefan.com. All the various 105.3 The Fan. And the Odyssey app, you know. Yep, can't forget Odyssey. You can rewind there and listen The Odyssey to. app is honestly my favorite. Is it really? Like the website, because it has the chapters, full schedule, and if you miss something, it has each segment with the like time that it happened. Mm-hmm. And if you go, I think a little bit later, it'll say what the like topic was of the segment too. So very insightful if you want to go back and listen to go on there and see the different chapters. You can go back a full week too. So There you go, there you go. Um, Let's get you some headlines on this Friday night and we begin uh, at the American Airlines Center where your Dallas Mavericks had a rough one. Um, it, be, it began with understanding that Luka Doncic was not going to play in this game, but it was for personal reasons listed on you know the uh, PR report. Good reasons, though. Those reasons being he and his fiance welcomed uh, their daughter Gabriella into the world today. And so with that, Luka Doncic is on daddy duty and thus did not play in this one. Uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. and Dante Axum also missed it. And all three of those gentlemen apparently were missed as your Mavericks fall to the Memphis Grizzlies 108-94. to uh, Tough go for Kyrie Irving. 
uh, three of 15 from the floor, only had 10 points. Your leading scorer, uh, scorers rather, Grant Williams and Derek Jones Jr. both uh, contributed 16. Uh, Jaden Hardy, we were talking about this earlier, didn't really uh, get to go off in this one. Only uh, eight points. And Josh Green also got some good minutes, but didn't really do a lot. I mean, it just was not a really effective game offensively for this team. Yeah, I mean, from what we saw as the game was going on, while obviously the show was going on, I liked what I saw from Green early. He was aggressive. He was attacking the rim, using some combo moves kind of being that guy we wanted him to be. And then it looks like he kind of faded away in the second half, started missing some shots. Jaden Hardy's been hit or miss all year, more so miss. So just kind of figuring out where this team is is just kind of kind of hard to judge this team because I we, we get a different we get a different Mavs team every night. Well, I, I imagine that your Mavs team is not going to look exactly like this tomorrow night. I don't know if Luka Doncic will be back because tomorrow night you're facing off against the really interesting... Um, Oklahoma City Thunder, and I guess before we go there, you did have you gave me an update on Kyrie Irving because obviously, like, look, man, this is not a good go. He started 0 for seven, if I remember correctly, only had one point for a good stretch of the game early on. And I mean, look, we expected Kyrie Irving to be more of a hub in this game, and it just didn't seem like he was. And maybe, just maybe, this is you know this update was some level of factor. Yeah, Noah Weber from Smoking Cuban and as well as Nick Angstad just co-signed it. Apparently, he had a slow start, Kyrie Irving, that being because of a tweak in his foot from the first quarter. Don't know how serious it is. I'm assuming that we will get updates in the following hours or especially tomorrow on whether what his status is. Jason Kidd had already said he doesn't know if he's going to play on the second night of a back-to-back when they played the Oklahoma City Thunder to come into Dallas tomorrow. So, Interesting to watch that. Um, hopefully, Kyrie is okay, and we'll see if we don't if we're starless tomorrow, or if we have one or both. Yeah, that's that's going to be the what we have to figure out. And you really hope it's both because this Thunder team has been really good, Ooh. and you'll be welcoming in Shea Gilgis Alexander, who has I mean, Luka Doncic has thirty one is averaging thirty one and point one points on the season, um, and shooting what like forty nine percent from the field. Shea is averaging thirty and a half points per game which is only a shade below Luka. They're right there. And he's shooting 40, 54% from the field, in addition to being an incredible um, incredible facilitator as well. And great closer, great fourth quarter play. I think he's the highest field goal percentage in the fourth quarter. Like, that guy can close the game. Yeah, man, that dude is a star now, and he's coming into your building tomorrow night, 8 p.m. And so, yeah, it's going to be really interesting, particularly if you are missing one or both of Kyrie and Luka um, that could be a tough one tomorrow. Um, but yes. It's the courts. It's the courts. The Mavs can't do good on any court that's not the basic court. We get dismantled sure, on any other court. We will say it is the reason yep. of the courts. Um, elsewhere in sports on this evening, we're getting into college football championship week, and that began today. Obviously, there was some stuff happening. I believe Liberty and uh, New Mexico State played earlier. And right now, the Pac-12 championship game is happening in Las Vegas. Uh it is Allegiant Stadium where the Raiders play or call home, and currently um, Washington has retaken the lead. They had a big lead early. They went up twenty to three in the second quarter. Oregon stormed back, made it twenty four to twenty, and now Washington has now matched it. We might start getting into this back and forth that we saw in their first meeting Ooh. earlier in the year between Oregon and Washington. I, I love working here, but this is one of those days where I was like, "Dang, I wish I could have watched this game <laughs> live, full on." I'll have to throw on the game after. When I get home, but man, this looks like a great matchup. I think everyone thought it'd be close, but we kind of thought Oregon would kind of pace them and just kind of control the game. But like you said, it's been back and forth. 
from what I've heard from people and seen in the bits and pieces, it seems like it's been an exciting game. Yeah, man, it's looking really interesting, and I think it's starting to – early on it looked like it might not deliver, like Washington was going to run away with it, but it's starting to deliver in the ways that I think a lot of people had hoped. Because, look, the Pac-12 has been – the best conference in this in the nation, at least most interesting, at least to me personally. Shout out Colorado. Um, and so with that being the case, the two best teams in that conference that have really given you great football and the first game meeting between them was great football. Uh-huh. It only it's only fitting that you continue that going. Uh elsewhere in sports, earlier today, Jeff Passing gave us a little bit of a I don't know if it's a bombshell, but he gave us some really big news as it pertains to the biggest free agent out there in baseball, Shohei Otani. Previously, I mean, there was the idea was the Texas Rangers would be one of those teams that would be in on the idea of Shohei Otani or at least would have an opportunity to bring him to uh, Arlington. Well, Jeff Passan maybe put a damper in. Maybe not, I, I guess damper would not be the right word. It's the idea is just that that would not be the situation here. Um, and in a, a large report that he put out earlier, he said, and I quote, um, Given that it would be foolish to count out any high-revenue team uh, by now, the uh, the field for Oshani services has winnowed. Sources said the Texas Rangers, Boston Red Sox, and New York Mets, who were among the initial group of suitors, have turned their attention to other players. Among those confirmed by sources to still be in the bidding, the Dodgers, the Cubs, the Blue Jays, and the Angels. The Giants have long had fondness for Otani, though where they stand in these sweepstakes is unknown. So those are kind of the latest that we've heard on Shohei Otani from Jeff Passan at ESPN. And basically what he's saying is the Rangers not continuing to look in the Shohei Otani direction. And we kind of talked about it on the crosstalk a little bit. I just think that Otani would be a great ad as far as just firepower and just making your team even better. But hitting wasn't our problem last year. It was pitching, especially in the bullpen, and then the back end of the starting uh, pitchers. And so they're looking to get more quantity over just one quality guy, very quality guy, maybe the best player of our generation. I mean, he's he's that guy for real, but he's not going to pitch next year. He's not going to pitch next year, and we need pitching. We don't need another guy in the lineup, so I think they're trying to get – a Blake Snell or a Hater. They're trying to get a, a bunch of guys, a, a Yamamoto that you were talking about earlier. So I think they're trying to fill out the roster and make sure that they have quality all around and not have any holes in their lineup. And if Otani falls in their lap, I think they would take him as well as Rangers fans, but it's not their number one focus. Yeah, um, and so at this point, it looks like, look, you're, you're right in that this team did not need hitting. Shohei Otani would in some ways be a luxury, at least for this next season, but the idea being you sign him, you sign him for a long-term deal, and now you have a, a superstar-type player on this team for a long time. However, I guess right now, that would not necessarily be something that's huge, and I know a lot of people have kind of you know discussed the idea of you know the Bowley potential breakup I mean I guess I should start with the, the Bally bankruptcy and the ways in which they are not uh wanting or not having the the capital to spend on the licensing agreements that they had already kind of agreed to um the possibility of maybe the Rangers even getting out of their Bally agreement for this season um maybe kind of calls into question the amount of revenue particularly TV revenue which we know in sports is kind of the primary revenue for these sporting leagues now um, if that money was not nearly as much or not even there at all, that would change the amount of cash flow that's coming into the organization. And maybe just maybe that would factor into the decision on whether or not 
you can spend big in this offseason. And Shohei Otani is absolutely the representation of spending big right now in this offseason. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, I mean, Chris Young is very aggressive. Mm-hmm. He'll make some moves if he wants to. So I think if he decides, I want this guy, he'll find a way to make it happen. But I think he's thinking long term. This guy can't pitch next year. He's going to want a lot of money. Do I want to put all my eggs in one basket or do I want to fill this team out to be good for the long term? And I think that's what he's doing. But I would still love Otani. That's the Rangers fan in me. But uh, realistically, books-wise, I think it's smart for us to get some other guys to fill out the roster. Uh, we mentioned earlier that Joe Flacco is going to uh, is going to start for the Browns. Uh, he was previously uh, moved up to being the um, the second-string quarterback behind Don- Dorian Thompson Robinson, the uh, the um, second st- or the rookie rather quarterback that was set to start. However, he had the concussion last week and he remains in concussion protocol and so he's not available to go on Sunday that means Joe Flacco at 38 years old will be quarterbacking the NFL again this time for the Cleveland Browns Miles Garrett's uh he's sending he's sending a couple people to the blue tent I'll just say it like that uh they'll, they'll be taking care of business quite early and quite often with Flacco back there it's gonna be uh You know what's funny? How did Flacco get a call before a guy like Cam Newton? I'm not going to lie. I I, I say right now, Cam Newton's a better quarterback than Joe Flacco. I don't know, man. Uh, Connections, I guess, when you're that old. Yeah, possibly. Uh, Possibly that 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 ends up being the case for this. Um, Now, we talked about baseball free agency, Mm -hmm. and we definitely talked about the idea of um, Shohei Otani. Well, also within the... um, the Jeff Passan release. He also made note that the salary floor for um, Yamamoto, Yo, uh, Yoshinobu Yamamoto, the Japanese right-handed pitcher that is going to be coming over from the Japanese league in this free agency, the salary floor could be $200 million, multiple executives said. So the idea being um, just the baseline, however much money you're going to spend to sign him, $200 million and only six pitchers and MLB history have signed deals worth at least $200 million. Those guys being Garrett Cole, Steven Strasburg, David Price, Clayton Kershaw, Max Scherzer, and Zach Greinke. So, oh, very good pitchers. Yeah, and he's 25 years old. I mean, he had, I believe, if I remember correctly, and I don't know that I'll ever scrub this number, number from my mind, a 1-2-6 ERA uh, this past season in um, the Japanese League. Now, of course, that is the Japanese League. It's not hitting, in the sta- hitting stateside. However... Look, man, if, if he is any level as good as it seems like he is currently in Japan, he's going to be great. But that's kind of incredible that I'll take him. he might come over and immediately become one of the top seven paid pitchers in MLB history. I'll take him. Shoot, bring him over to the Rangers. Bring him, set him up in that lineup. We'll have him, have Nate, have Monty if we can re-sign him. DeGrom coming back. Come on, man. I'll take them all. I'll take them all. So in more and yes, from the A one seven, they did mention Joe Flacco also knows that whole division in the uh, the AFC True, North. So, I guess. Um, I mean, if that's whatever for whatever that is worth to you, um, in, in um, basketball players uh, being fathers news, we mentioned uh, Luka Doncic becoming a father for the first time today. Uh, LeBron James said uh, that he will indeed skip a Lakers game if it is on the same night as his son, LeBron James Jr.'s USC debut. Now, LeBron James obviously um, is a freshman at USC, very highly touted uh, basketball recruit, but he collapsed during a practice in July, and he spent three days at the hospital, and so he's been 
medically trying to recover from that. He's been um, cleared to play, and now they're you know they're looking at when his USC debut will be. Obviously, LeBron James of the Lakers, you know, maybe the biggest name in in the NBA um, right now, uh, says that he will miss a game for that. Do you, fair game, not fair game? How do you feel on that one? Hundred percent fair game. Foe, family over everything. How many times is he going to be able to say, I went to the first game? Only once. So he wants to be there. His son obviously had a traumatic experience collapsing on the court. So it's a blessing to even see him play a basketball game. And the fact that he'd be able to, it's in California. It's not like it's going to be a far flight or anything. He'll be able to see his son play. If I was in LeBron's shoes, I would do the same. And LeBron's obviously been a very much a family man that we've seen, even especially over the last couple of years, him putting that first. So I have no problem with that. He's at the end of his NBA career, one NBA game. It's not like the Lakers are the number one seed anyways. So I would <laughs> I would take it off to go support my son and Bronny. Real quick before we get done with your headlines here on a Friday evening. Uh, Tiger Woods. Yeah, he's back. Back playing golf again. He's in Nassau, Bahamas. And he opened with four birdies and seven holes. It was looking good. However... Uh, it became a struggle. He's at the Hero World Challenge. Um, and so, um, you know, just a, a tough back nine for Woods, who shot 39 on the back nine, th- shot 38 uh, today with a 30-foot birdie putt on the par 317th, right? So uh, we're seeing Tiger Woods back out there on the course. But, again, we're having to reckon with the idea that Tiger Woods is a lot older and less fit hey, than he was prior. how old is he? Um, he, he just keeps hooping, man. Like, Tiger's been doing this since I've been able to watch TV. I've seen Tiger Woods on my t- TV just absolutely just swatting the golf balls. How old is he? Yeah, Tiger Woods is 47 at this point. I feel um, like that's average golf age. I feel well, like everyone I, I mean, see is 47. There is something to be said for, and it's it's something that I mean, I mean, I've talked about in the past, is the idea of, especially like major championships, which of course is not what we're talking about with Tiger at this point, but like major championship winners, you don't really have very many of those on on either side of, what's the line of demarcation? I think 45 oh, wow. um, or maybe even 35 as, as young as that. But like the idea is you either win a lot of them young or win a lot of them old. Like you don't really do that on both sides. I know people think of like golf as a game where old people can play. However, at the highest levels, it is still, you know, a taxing game and usually... Uh, you are not at that height of you know competition to be able to win majors, both as a younger player and as an older player. Usually, it's one or the other, and we've seen a lot from Tiger Woods on either side. I actually, I believe the line of demarcation is 35. We've seen a lot of that for him on either side, but we also have seen the ways that his violent swing, especially when he was younger, has kind of wreaked havoc on his body. So at this point, I'm. It seems like Tiger Woods is, is just excited to get out here and be able to play um, some golf. And he's back out again uh, doing at the Hero World Challenge this weekend. Uh, those are some of your headlines on, <laughs> on this Friday night in the Metroplex on the Get Right on 105 Through the Fan. Uh, coming up next, we did, we've, given you, we've been giving you updates in uh, the Pac-12 championship game. It's still 27-24 in favor of Washington, but they are in the red zone trying to add more to those points. Let's get you uh, ready for this weekend, this championship Weekend in college football next on the Get Right on 105 through the fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. 
You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's the Get Right right here on 105.3 The Fan, your home of the Dallas Cowboys and World Series champion Texas Rangers. I'm Reginald Atatula. I'm sitting alongside the fan phenom winner, Blake Elliott. Talk to me. Thanks to Larry Flores on the ones and twos. And thank you for rocking with us on this Friday evening in the Metroplex. A couple more segments to go on this evening before we turn you over to some snacks from the KNC Masterpiece. Uh, you can always get involved with the program, 877-881-1053, or hit us up on YouTube, 105 Through the Fan, or twitch.tv slash Dallas Fan Cam. Um, look, man, Washington might be doing it here. Wow. It was 27 to 24. Uh, Oregon had it down to a third and goal uh, from the two-yard line, I believe. And it was basically a can you stop? Washington from getting in and maybe keep it to a one-score game. They could not. Washington found their way into the end zone. It is 34-24, 10-point lead with, I believe, is it under two minutes or just under three minutes? I can't it's recall. under two. It was like 228 or something like that. or It, it was right around under there. Three. So, so under two, three. So 244 is yeah. what's left in this game. Oregon needs 10 points to be able to even keep this thing going. Um, it feels a little far-fetched. We'll keep you up to date with what's happening as it continues uh, but it seems like Washington might complete a, un, uh, a completely unbeaten season in the Pac-12, which is uh, no small feat in this year's uh, Pac-12. And that is the second, I guess, game in pa- and championship weekend in college football. Uh, it started with Conference USA Championship where Liberty, number 24 Liberty, defeated New Mexico State 49-35 in the Conference USA Championship. Uh, a lot of things to talk about and get ready for on this Conference Championship weekend, but I begin with someone in the Pac-12 that is not in the conference championship, uh, Colorado and Deion Sanders is. Deion Sanders was named this year's 2023 Sports Person of the Year for Sports Illustrated. Mm-hmm. Uh, I found this really interesting uh, because, one, like, look, he probably was the most uh, engaging person in all of sports. Like, when we talk about coverage and when we talk about people that create narrative, it's probably Deion Sanders more than anything, right? Do you, would you agree? 100%. Or maybe, okay. 100%. Um, well, I thought Pat Forty wrote a really interesting piece about him and some of the things that he was talking about, um, just in the very basics to kind of define numbers-wise the the Deion Sanders effect at Colorado. Uh, First-year applications were up 26%. Um, black or African-American applications were up 80% in Boulder, in Colorado. Uh, non-resident applications of uh, the state of Colorado, 29.8% up. 
Uh, and then you also talk about like sales at the school's online team store were up 2,500%. Yeah, wasn't nobody buying no Boulder gear before DI got there. And so, yeah, and every home game at the 50,000 seat Folsom Field was sold out, right? Like those are some of the basic numbers that kind of speak to. And I think that when it comes to this award speaks to what he did. No one was expecting him to compete for an SEC or not college football playoff. Yeah, I would like, hope that they didn't expect him to compete for an SEC. Shit. And that like, would be really like they're tough. not going to the playoffs. They're not going to yeah. be some top four team. Obviously, they started hot, so the expectations rose, and then we went back to the mean. But I don't think that anyone was expecting a lot. I think what you do outside of the football fields, what you bring to the school and university, because this is a university first. Yeah, and well, he brought eyeballs, which is something you cannot buy. And he sure. Bought, and he and I mean, like Dion is independently famous from, you know, outside of college football. Yep. One of the tough things about this, though, is that, you know, the, the over under on wins was three and a half. So that's, I mean, understandable. Like, I get it. He he beat uh, that over under. The tough part about it is it started really high and it ended kind of tough. And it's not just like the wins and losses. Oh, it was bad. Uh, you know, quarterback ends up getting hurt. And there's, you know, I think that they lost some of the recruits. We talked about that on this program, but. Some of that also, you could say, they were not leaning heavily on recruiting anyways. They were going to play in the portal. The tough part about it is you've seen some of the people stuff get a little nasty there. Like, you've seen kind of coaches leave and go find other places to go, like other, you know, same level jobs, which is typically not something to do. If you leave, you're usually going to a better job, things like that. And so I'm very interested to see, like, what kind of continuity and what type of, like, building he can do uh, at Colorado year over year because they did beat the expectations just by odds makers. But college football is not a sport that is made to be upended very much. It's very much about the uh, you know the establish uh, the establishment that you have, the amount of ge- the geography and the amount of investment. And at Colorado, there's only so much to be had there. So the, we'll be, we'll see about that as we continue. However, um, as I want to continue to the rest of championship weekend, I'm still held to the Pac-12 championship where Oregon's gotten down the field quickly, ladies and gentlemen. Uh-oh. This still is spicy. Uh, they have yet to score. Actually, I'm not sure if that one is. Talk about there. a Heisman moment. Bo Nix wins this game, go and hand it to him at midfield. He wins this game. Which is funny because I'm not sure. Like, Bo Nix is one of the names that's still in there. I'm not sure that everybody is, uh, is still leaning on him or leaning to him as Heisman championship possibility. Well, currently they're trying to decide if a big play – had uh, the ball carrier step out at the four-yard line or get into the end zone, and that could be the difference in this becoming a three-point game again within under 30 seconds. Uh, elsewhere in the college football championship week, right, There's a, uh, we start on tomorrow, let's go sequentially, where locally you've got the Big 12 championship game in Ooh. Arlington, the Dr. Pepper Big 12 championship game. That'll be 11 a.m. God's time on ABC. Now, in this game, right, um, a question to be asked. Can Ollie Gordon star? Because Ollie Gordon is a guy that you've paid attention to at Oklahoma State. Leading rusher. He he's he's been the offense mm-hmm. on this team. Like he's been the difference when he his emergence for this team has made Oklahoma State a more viable team. Can he do it against a, a Texas team that's got a couple of really really big, really really good defensive tackles in the middle, and a Texas team that's been more serious than any Texas team that I can remember in quite a long time. And I think that's the question right there. You got their their best thing is running the ball with Ollie Gordon, and Texas' best defense is the run defense. You can get them in the pass, and they got Leon out there on the outside that I think can make some plays. But I do not see Ollie Garden, Ollie, Ollie Garden, Ollie Gordon just going Did you off. Just make him Olive Garden, Olive quick? Garden breadstick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of breadsticks, uh, he has eight touchdowns in his last two games. I don't know if he has more than two this game. This Texas defense, excuse me, this Texas defense is legit, 
And I know Ollie Gordon is amazing. I've talked about him multiple times on here, how amazing he is. Leading rusher in, in college football right now. I just think Texas knows what kind of win they have to get because they are not in a... I don't say they're not in a win and get in. They they kind of are. It depends on some other stuff, but they need to have a statement win. And I don't think they're going to play around with Oklahoma State. I think they wanted Oklahoma. They got Oklahoma State who came back on BYU. I think they're going to put it to them and take care of business. Foot of horns, Texas by, I say 12. Oh, okay. You putting, yeah. you putting a, a prediction on there. I yep. like that for yep. you. Yep. Uh, not for me, though. Um, Just on the prediction. Not yeah. that, I, I also believe Texas will win. And this seems like, the mo- like I said, the most serious Texas team. They're handling their business, even if sometimes it got a little close. Uh, but yeah, that'll be tomorrow at 11 a.m. Um, this will be a game that you can hear right here on 105.3 The Fan. It'll be the SEC Championship game, the final SEC on CBS broadcast, mind you, because wow. of course they're moving to ESPN uh, coverage here. It'll be number one Georgia versus number eight Alabama at 3 p.m. Uh, Central Time. Question for you here: Can the Al- Arizona? Can the Alabama Crimson Tide? It is late, and I am saying different schools because Alabama and Arizona are not the same. Arizona hasn't played better football, mind you, though. Um, can Alabama keep this up? Right, Alabama entered the SEC title game coming off of improbable comeback win over Auburn. You know, obviously they didn't even need to be, or sorry, in 2021 rather, um, but. In this this year, they started this year looking kind of suspect. They obviously lost to Texas, and they've just looked better and better, including Jalen Milrow, who has looked yeah. more and more like one of the most fun quarterbacks in the league. And in a year where we thought it was an Alabama down year, here they are in the SEC championship game with possibly a chance to, again, book their ticket to the college football playoff. Can they do it again? I do not see it. I think it's close Nick Saban, I think Brian brought it up, has never lost in this stadium that he's going to be playing in and plays Georgia really well. The last time that Georgia did lose, it was to Alabama, albeit a couple years ago. Georgia's on a nice little streak right here. They haven't really been tested as much as some other teams that are going to be playing in the college football playoffs. I do think it'll be a close, like, 38-31 thing, but this is my biggest thing. The teams that have beaten the Georgia teams of recent, which hasn't been many, have been teams that have good quarterback and receiver combos. And I don't see that. I, there's no standout guy for me from Bama. And I Wide receiver-wise? Wide receiver-wise. Mm-hmm. And so, like, when they had, um, what's what's it called? What's the guy so when Bryce Young was playing? I'm blanking right now. Well, this Mechie. Is the thing about, okay, and, Mechie, and then you talk about. And uh, he also, Jamison Williams. Yeah. Like, that was the last time Georgia was on the ropes. Who both of those guys have not looked great in not, the Not in the NFL, but as far as in the college, like, I just don't see Alabama being able to go like that with a Carson Beck, with Brock Bowers rested last yeah. game, McConkey, like those guys I think are just a little too much on the offensive side of the ball. I think it'll be close. I don't think it's going to be a blowout, but I think Georgia takes this one by like seven or eight. I, I agree with you that I think Georgia has this. And also, the Georgia, this isn't even like a Stetson Bennett Georgia team with no disrespect to Stetson Bennett. Carson Beck is an additive player. Yep. Like Stetson Bennett ran this thing and he, he was a good college uh, quarterback. Uh, Carson Beck is a different level of that. Um, and so, yeah, I, I think Georgia has some. Although, like Jalen Miller, one of the things that's nice is that they've coalesced around his deep ball and his uh, athleticism. And so he's not going to make it easy on Georgia. However, I personally also agree with you that that's probably how it goes. Um, now, I'm going to skip around a little bit. Um, I should give there is due respect to uh, the AAC, the American Athletic Championship game with um, SMU locally, SMU is going to face off against number twenty-two Tulane. Against, Boo, uh, I hope um, SMU loses by a hundred. Whoa, 
Is that just a UNT that's, thing? That's a UNT I thing. Like, I, I, ain't think, I ain't think that y'all was y'all was beefing like that. No, that's we're not. Crazy. We, UNT has not been great in the past couple of years, but SMU is like the only team that I care about being bad. So hopefully they lose by like 500 points. All right. So now SMU fans, under the sound of my voice, y'all have an <laughs> adversary to try and stick it to. Please Should, do it. And if, if, if uh, SMU is able to do the thing where they beat Tulane, at Blake Live underscore underscore. I'll take let all him, the mentions. Let him know what you feel. Uh, the Big Ten Championship game, which uh, honestly, the real Big Ten Championship game was probably the game. Yeah. You get Michigan, you get Iowa. Um, this is going to be on Fox at 7 p.m. tomorrow. How interested are you in this game is the question that I'm ultimately uh, I just want to see how if Michigan keep keep up their run. They'll have Jim Harbaugh back now. So just kind of seeing what they look like on offense, just seeing if they're the same team. If JJ and Corum can keep it going, this so. is this is the test. That Iowa defense is yep. nasty. And I mean, I think they can because they kind of had a gritty win against Ohio State. It wasn't like they were just throwing the ball all over. They were running the ball well and passing when they needed to. But this that defense they're going against, they know how to they know how to make you punt. So we'll see how many punts are done. I think Michigan takes this pretty handily though. Like there's the on the offense side of the ball, Iowa can they can they can't keep up. Oh yeah, no, absolutely not. Uh, when it comes to the other game at 7 p.m. tomorrow, it'll be Louisville, Florida State, the AAC, uh, the ACC championship game. And honestly, I would have coming into this game said Florida State had very little chance of winning this one. However, uh, Florida State's uh, Rotomaker, um, the backup quarterback who has now been called into duty with uh, Jordan Travis being injured, Tate Rotomaker is a game time decision for this game on Saturday. What a name, um, Rotomaker. I believe I'm saying that right, but I might not be because I honestly realize that I don't think I've actually, I don't remember hearing his name now I think about it. I've only read it. So apologies to that man if I've said that incorrectly. Um, But yes, uh, obviously, Jordan Travis was lost on November 18th to a uh, season-ending injury, and obviously he left a little bit uh, in the game against Florida. He finished the game, but now, you know, there's a little bit of injury concern, so he will be a game-time decision in that game. I still think Florida State has what it takes to beat Louisville. Louisville has been the you know the best other team in the ACC, Correct. but they have also like great big ups Jeff Brom and what he's been able to do there. But I I still think that um, still got Keen Coleman on the outside. Uh, yeah, get him the ball. <laughs> I, I still think that these are just different classes of teams. Yep. But um, those are some of the championship weekend college football games that are going on this weekend. And I guess if if we're gonna do a little bit of extra news uh, in college football. Oklahoma State. I don't know if they're getting into voodoo or whatever, but apparently at a um, at a frat house. Oh, I saw State, that the Longhorn on yeah, the they, front yard. They slayed a Longhorn steer on the front yard, and you could see that there was like the internal. Uh, I think I think belly. it had some frat things. I was yeah. reading up on it. It has to do with some frat houses, farmhouse, and some other frat house, and they're. It's just nasty all around. Like that's not how you do it. That's not sports isn't that deep where you got to kill an animal. So yeah, and with that, I mean, with that being done, apparently uh, local authorities out there were really, you know, took a, a lot of disgust to this uh, this act of where I mean, obviously they animal cruelty and they just kind of left the the body of the dead longhorn on the lawn for law enforcement to come find. So weird things happening in Oklahoma State uh, when it comes to that game in particular. Um, but those are some of the things that are happening for this championship weekend. Hope you enjoy it. Have a good time Ooh. with uh, obviously the NFL football that's coming on, but obviously college football, man, this is the best time of year when it comes to this sport, so enjoy it. Enjoy yeah. it a good amount. Text us what your favorite matchup is that you are looking forward to on the truckwreck.com text line. Let us know 
what matchup you're looking forward to. We'll talk about all of that and a little bit more in the final call next on the fan. With a third and game with a minute and one second left, it was a third and nine. Woo! Washington throws a crack toss play and they pick up the first down, effectively ending the game. The Washington Huskies will be victorious in the Pac-12 championship game in Las Vegas. They've essentially locked in their spot in the college football playoff for all intents and purposes. Uh, that they win thirty-four to thirty-one in the rematch versus Oregon. Uh, I was definitely wrong. Think I thought Oregon was the better team in this in this uh, matchup. I even thought that they were probably uh, one of the, the better team in that game, the first game where Washington ultimately gets the win. But down the stretch, it looked like Oregon was getting better. It looked like Washington was getting a little shakier. However, on a level playing field at Allegiant Stadium, Washington gets the win. The Washington Huskies are your Pac-12 champions for 2023. It's the final call right here on the Get Right. On 105 through the fan, Reginald Datatula alongside Blake Elliott, the fan phenom winner. Uh, thank you, Larry Flores, for rocking with us all evening. And thank you guys for hanging out with us. Um, it's, a, it's a good Friday. Buddy. It is. It's, it's a fun Friday leading into a really, Friday. a really fun weekend of football and also basketball. I mean, the Thunder are coming into town to face your Mavericks tomorrow. Um, all right, let's let's do this. What? Let's start doing a kind of like an active ranking Best games of the weekend. What's the first one on the... Let's do a little quick draft here. Okay. How's, how about that? So you pick your you know, first most interesting game on the weekend, and I'll go, and we'll just go back and forth. How's that sound? I think in the number one spot... And across ha- all sports. Across all sports, it was kind of the game that was just going on. That would have been the one, really? but it was going okay. on. I really wanted to see who's going to win that one, so I'm going to have to rewatch that. Probably shifts now to San Francisco Eagles. That's number one. Two would probably be the Georgia Bama well, game. You gotta leave some games for me. We we pick. Oh, okay, we're going back and forth. Okay, okay, okay. You see this, Larry? He's just gonna take all the games. Like I'll take all these games. You can have the one okay. left. Okay, I got San Francisco 49ers. That's or That's San Francisco right. Eagles. The, the San Francisco 49ers. They do play football. Um, that's my that's in my one spot. Oh, that's a good pick. That's a good pick. I'll take the SEC championship game. Give me Georgia Alabama. Um, I think I know how that'll go, but I also think that it's fun. Like Jalen Milrow has been playing really, fu- really fun brand of football with this Alabama team. And look, man, I, I think that you get two really good match, uh, really good teams matched up. Uh, even though I think I know how it'll go, I think it'll give us a really good game. So I'm going there. I'm swinging back to the NFL. I'm going C.J. Stroud in his MVP campaign versus the striking hot Denver Broncos. I think that's a good call, man. I'm, I'm really intrigued by that football game. Um, let's see. I'm trying to see if I want to go for another NFL game. I'm really intrigued by the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder. I think that that's going to be a really fun test for your Mavericks. The only thing that make the only thing made me want to like push this game further back and not pick it right here is because look, man, uh, tonight Luka Doncic becomes or t- earlier today Luka Doncic became a father. Uh, him and his mm-hmm. fiance welcomed in their daughter Gabriella, so he did not play tonight. I don't know if he'll play tomorrow. I'm not certain. We don't have any news on that. And then Kyrie Irving, as you talked about earlier in the in the loss that the Mavericks fell to um, fell to the um, the Grizzlies earlier today. So bad you couldn't remember their name. That's how bad they are. That's right. Um, Come on. He seemed to tweak his tweak his foot injury. Yep. So I don't know who plays in this game. However, I still think it'll be a really interesting test to see how this team manages a very good Oklahoma City Thunder team. So give me that game. Man, there's Thunder a lot of good. Mavs. I'm looking at the NBA schedule. 
I think on my next spot, I got to go Rockets-Lakers just to see the Dylan Brooks-LeBron. I love every time they match up. It's always fun entertainment. So that's going to be that's on uh, tomorrow night. So I'll be looking forward to that one, too. Okay. I, I like it. I like it. Um, I, I feel got like, some more, too. So keep them coming. Yeah, all right. Let me let me move through it. I want to see Chiefs-Packers Sunday night football. Yep. I want to see uh, Jordan Love it looks to be a little bit better. Yep. So someone said avoiding Chiefs-Packers can't take Taylor Swift watch anymore. <laughs> I feel like the last couple she hasn't been at. Yeah, she it hasn't been too bad. Well, she she had and look, the fact that I know this, I apologize. <laughs> I'm on I'm on the internet a lot. She was doing her Brazilian tour era, uh, oh. Brazilian leg of her era's tour or whatever. Oh wow! And so she, that's why she was out. But she back. So, you know, she might be in Green Bay. I don't know why you would want to go to Green Bay, Wisconsin, where I believe the weather is supposed to be 35 degrees at kick. Yeah. Um, however, I'm interested in seeing what Jordan Love looks like against this very good That's a great shout. Chiefs. That's a great shout. Going to be a shootout. Other uh, going back to the NBA, Nuggets Kings, two teams that Ooh, are kind of top fun. of the Western Conference. See if De'Aaron Fox and the boys, Jamal Murray's back. Kind of seeing two of the... I think of the powerhouses of the Western Conference. See how they stack up against each other. Give me Big Twelve championship. Dang it, I was gonna go. For I that. feel like it's gonna. I feel like. Look, I don't think it's going to be an incredible game. However, yeah. I like the matchup of Ollie Gordon versus this Texas defense. And honestly, I just want to finally see if for this season. Texas is all the way for real, right? Like they've had some instances. They had an instance where they needed a kind of a lucky call, not a lucky call, but a fortunate call that went in their way uh, against the University of Houston. They had another, I'm trying to remember which other game it was, uh, where they barely sneak out. They've had some close calls, but they've ultimately got the job done in a season where I think they're trying to prove that they are a serious, uh, they're really a serious program again. And I think that this is the final test for them. I'm interested in watching it uh, on ABC at 11 a.m. tomorrow. So, okay, this is my last one that I can think of. Okay. I'm looking, and it's kind of cheating. It's on Monday, but it is kind of coming up. Fair enough. It's the end-season tournament starts. And so we're going to see the quarterfinals start for that. And the first game is Monday, December 4th, 630, Celtics-Pacers. And that's two of the top teams in the NBA. Pacers, like the best offense, worst defense. Celtics, one of the best defenses, worst offense sometimes. And then they kind of flip-flop. Their net rating is kind of all over the place. But I think it'll be a great matchup. That we'll see, and we'll finally see the tournament actually get started up, and not just these random games. It'll be a a full on March Madness s bracket, bracket, and that starts on Monday. So that's that's all I got as far as excitement goes. Um, yeah, yeah, I was I was about to lie right quick and <laughs> say uh, the AAC championship. Well, I might because look, I think at that time at three p.m. I'll be able to be at the house because like, look, I'm going to have the uh, SC championship game on. Yep. I think I can also have SMU Tulane on at the same time. Um, SMU has been really good this year, really uh, scoring, scoring really well in Tulane. Obviously they found themselves as, you know, kind of the group of five darling over the last couple of years with Willie Fritz. So I really want to check in. I have not, I have not really checked in with the, uh, the American and you know, I could, the least I could do check in with the championship game, see what the local team SMU Mustangs are doing. So yeah, I'll, give me, I, give me, give me the AAC championship. I will add going back to the NFL, Dolphins commanders at noon might be the best. Nah, it's the same time as the Broncos Texans. So that's cool. It'll be a shootout. That'll be a good it's one to have good. on. 
but actually the one that I'm intrigued not for good football, but for the opposite. <laughs> for the for the for how bad can this be? Chargers Patriots. <laughs> if the Patriots find a way to win this nah, game, and don't put no it, way. Don't ain't, put it past the Chargers to lose no this game. Hey man, Brandon Staley better not even like don't come to the podium. It's not yes, worth it. I was just saying he will get fired before he gets to the locker room if he loses to the Patriots. They so, will fire him before he gets off of the field. I think that'll be a funny one to watch because I as on paper you would think the Chargers just blow them out the water. But like, this is a game that might be like 17. To, it, might even, it might be like 12-7. They lose that game, and the security will come and tap him on his shoulder and say, sir, we have to escort you out the building. Hey, buddy, it's a, it's been a, it's been a nice ride. Go right, ahead and come right, with right. us. Don't worry about your stuff. We'll get it sent to you. Yeah. That's what it would be if he loses that game. All right, those are the week games of the weekend that we are most interested in. We appreciate you rock with us on the Get Right on this evening. Uh, some of the stuff that happened uh, this, this evening, uh, your Dallas Mavericks fell to the um, lowly Grizz. Yeah. They got smacked around. 108-94. Desmond Bain had 30 of them things <laughs> in this game. It's a joke. And so, yeah, the defensive woes continue. We talked about the, the you know, Pac-12 championship game, 34-31 in favor of Washington. Uh, but, man, it's been a fun night of, of programming. Uh, I believe we've got both the SEC championship game and the, um, what was the other game that we have? Oh, the Big Ten Championship game right here on 105 Through the Fan. So we've got you covered for big football on uh, on this channel. So keep it locked. Be Stay a tolo. a tolo, baby. You got anything fun happening this weekend, buddy? Uh, sleeping, resting, <laughs> and watching some sports. I will not be leaving the house. I got a lot of sleeping to do, sure. But I also, you know, got a, a friend, like a friend get together. And then also Jared Sandler swinging for a cause. This yep. fantastic event that'll be happening on Sunday. If you're headed out there, make sure to say what's up. A, uh, a, always a good time for a good cause. But uh, that's been the get right right here Woo. on 105 through the fan. We appreciate you hanging out with us on this evening. Thanks, Larry. Thanks, Blake. Uh, you guys have a wonderful weekend, and we'll see you back on Monday, 7 to 11 p.m. Y'all be easy. Peace! Shout out, my mama. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.